0: You're listening to Resonance FM on 04.4 London. Resonance FM on 04.4 London's first radio art station. Yes, Your wireless set is tuned to Resonance 104.4 FM My name's Jack Thurston and this is The Bike Show Everybody line
1: up I want girls on one side I want the boys on the other Alright, everybody put their hands out front now, baby And let's go from hand to hand Woo-wee!
0: Well, dear listener... It's sad to say, but this is the last show in the current season. It's been a short season, but um, a high-quality one, I like to think. And this show is no exception. We're going to be taking a trip down to the police auction and find out how you can buy a cheap bicycle from a police auction. And uh, we're also going to be hearing about podcasts podcast from Down Under, Bike Love, from Sydney, Australia. But before all that, I just wanted to let you know that I've survived No Bike Week. Just about. Uh, there were some moments, there were some moments of uh, panic and, uh, and unhappiness, but there are also some interesting moments, and uh, I think the same thing is true for the other people who've bravely taken part in No Bike Week. And We're going to be compiling the results, sending them off for statistical analysis and peer review, and we're going to be coming back with an account of how it went and what kind of insights we got. During no bike week and that will all be in the new season of the bike show which will be uh, sometime in the summer but before we go to the police auction we've got something that i think is quite special it's not uncommon for me to receive an email um, or a cd in the post from a band that's written a song about a bicycle or riding their bicycles and, and how much they love it And often those songs are, well, mm, it's about a bicycle and that's cool, I suppose, because this is a bicycling radio show. But really, it's not quite up to it, is it? It's not quite up to it. And I'll often give those songs a play um, on the show just in case anyone else uh, thinks differently from me. Um, But this email contained um, a link to a song which has not been released yet, but I think is an absolute corker. It runs to almost eight minutes and it's a veritable rock Bicycle Opera. It's by a band called The Grave Architects, who are based in London, and um, it's called The Bike Song, and I think you're going to enjoy it very, very much. So here it is, The Grave Architects with The Bike Song.
1: The first love of my life. dedicated bike riders great knots bike ride 50 milers gigs coming up and we're pumping up tires Stuck around town while we're handing out flyers james b i ride a subway one on road off road i'm a champion mr g I got a ridgeback genesis <laughs> what it's better than his chief i 10. had a gt aggressor 3 till some motherfucker sold that for me cyclists of the world unite you need to stand up for your rights <laughs> since i learned how to ride a bike i knew i was hooked for job with life because cycling in the city is perilous downright scary and dangerous and wear bright clothes look conspicuous but all i want to say is never care about and land draws 4 x 4s used for picking your kids up Nice wheels, mate just stuck in the gridlock I may run the daily risk of being ran down But from my house to my work I'll beat your hands down King of the roadie See I wear the crown Do my level best to get the planet around So I was coming from a look at the Chain. Waterproof trousers if you're out in the rain. Cause you shouldn't let the elements of Cyrus ray your head in red and shine. When my body my head is buzzing with the adrenaline. All the time I am feeling my special kind of feeling. Now my life is for a
0: So what did you think of that? I thought that was fantastic. I mean, the influences, you know, there's a bit of James Gang in there. There's a bit of Josh Wink in there. There's a bit of kind of lyrical um, pop. I don't know. I, I thought that, that as a song that kind of had everything with, a, with, a, with its tongue in its cheek, but also some really good uh, rocking bits as well. So that's the Grave Architects with the bike song. And that's going to be released later this year on the Fortuna Pop label um, who've signed the Grave Architects and they've got a few gigs coming up on the 27th of March they're going to be at the Nottingham Social for a single launch of their um, debut single on the 28th of March they're going to be at the Good Ship in London Um, on the 7th of May they're going to be at the George Tavern and on the 22nd of May they're going to be at that venerable A live music venue in camden town the dublin castle i think that'd be a good one to get along to i think i might try and get along to that myself anyway the grave architects look out for them they've got some myspace action going on easy to find and i'll link to it from the bike shows website and so thanks very much to james bass player from the grave architects for sending along that track now there are lots of places to buy a bike But one of the most intriguing and interesting places, I suppose, is the police auction. You hear a lot about these things, and and actually not a lot of people, I think, go along to them. So it's been on my list for a while on the show to go along and see what happens at a police auction of bicycles. And there are one or two in London. There's one out in Hackney um, over in Bethnal Green. There's one that takes place down in Tooting now and again. I'm sure there are others all around the country. So I went along a couple of weeks ago over to Bethnal Green to find out what it was all about
2: we got some off-price, crack ties, some miles and miles of capital. TVs, deep freeze, and David Bowie OPs. Pool games, gold chains, worst names, and Edda Push. And Trevor Francis, tracksuits from a mush. And shepherds Bush. Bush, 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 No income tax. I
3: recently joined Twitter and I tweeted that my bike had been nicked and I was looking to replace it with something cheaper so I wouldn't worry about it so much and someone replied back, have you tried a police auction? And so I googled local police auctions and um, that's why I'm here today.
0: So describe the scene in front of us here.
3: Um, There's like 200 bikes all racked up together. Um, A lot of them are in pretty bad condition and not really rideable. from what I can see and uh, I don't know some of them are scrap some of them are rideable yeah it looks like um, bike train crash or something
0: So are there any bikes that you've uh, spied that take your fancy?
3: (laughs) Um, There's one or two sort of classic old old school bikes which I'm pretty sure wouldn't get nicked if I was using them Um, which I guess I'll see how much they go for really um, I don't really want to spend a lot of money on a bike that I sort of don't really want, but sort of need.
0: So, without giving uh, the game away to the other bidders who are standing around here, what's your sort of uh, <laughs> what's your sort of guide price?
3: I um, I don't really want to spend more than twenty twenty-five quid. Um, yeah, so that's probably my budget.
2: Right. Well, we'll see how you get on later on. Well, I'm Michael. Worked here thirty-eight years. Um, polter, driver, basically. General deck Dog's body. So there's a lot of bicycles here. How many do you reckon? About 300 or so? Yeah, easily. Because easily, we got an overspill from the last auction. So, some that didn't sell. But yeah, about 300. And where do they come from? Police. Mainly the police. Uh, bailiffs. Lost property off of the um, railway, railway. That's basically the Sole sort of origin of
0: them. And what kind of bikes are they in, in, in your view? How would you describe it? Is there a type, particular type of bike that's more often found in a police auction?
2: Yeah, yeah, they're general, general condition. Really, we get some nice ones. They could be six, seven hundred pounds, or they could be six and seven pounds, you know, sort of just general, really.
0: And so, how does the process work from the
2: buyer's perspective when they come along here in the morning? What do they have to do? Just walk in, view them. Uh, ascertain what they want to pay for them, bid for them, pay for them, and just walk out with them. It's as simple as that. Absolutely. Just to understand that there's a buyer's premium on them, on the bikes, yeah. There's, a, a I think, it's 5% on the bikes on your total price, So which causes a problem sometimes because people don't realise that. But generally, they just walk in, buy them, and drive them away, invariably.
0: And so would you expect to uh, sell... Most of these bikes here today, or do you think uh, oh, yeah. some of them will carry on?
2: No, 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 no. Ninety-nine percent of these will go today.
0: And who do you think comes here to buy them? Is it just everyday people who want a bicycle, or is it people who are going to recondition them? You know, professionals, as it were. We, we do get a, a lot of the
2: trade come here, but um, obviously they can't pay as much as Joe public because they want to sell them on again. So, no, it's about ninety percent. I would say, uh, as I say, our, I would say, general public. But the trade do turn up, and they will turn up today, and take van loads away, recondition them, and, um, or just polish them, adjust them, and sell them. And have you noticed any change in the volume of bicycles coming through in the last few years? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We get a lot more than we used to. Um, another auctioneer did close. Um, we started doing the work, and it's obviously he's got more, but we did use to do the lost property and the occasional one off the official receiver. Why do you think they are getting more bikes? Well, I think it's just when more stolen, you know, a lot more are stolen. Um, there's two lots we get from the police are stolen and proceeds of crime where children are using them to do muggings and they get caught and the bikes get taken into custody. So that is what it is. All right.
0: Well, we've gathered here with the other buyers it's a kind of lock up underneath the arches here and as well as all the bicycles which are outside, there's kind of motley selection of computer monitors, televisions, there's a big old mattress over there, odds and ends of computer equipment, big bags of clothes. Alice is sitting next to a couple of fans. You're not thinking perhaps maybe a couple of fans might be just what you want
3: I'm I'm good for fans thanks
0: that's a quite interesting picture of the proceeds of crime and uh, things that get recovered by bailiffs and policemen isn't it
3: yeah I've got my eye on this classic old singer sewing machine I'm wondering how much it's going to go for because I I saw one in Oxfam the other day for 89 quid so see how much someone's going to pick it up here for
0: and there's about I'd say there's about 30 people here
3: yeah, maybe more. There's some still outside.
0: I think quite a lot of interest in the bicycles.
3: Yeah. I'm not sure if I'm actually going to manage to get anything. Depends on the price. Uh,
1: one, seven, six. Grade one. Pound mountain five. Thirty pounds, thank you. thirty-four, thirty-six, thirty-eight, fourteen. Forty-five. Forty-five. 50, Fifty-five. Fifty-five, Sixty. Sixty, right over
2: there. Sixty. We well, sixty.
1: That was Mr. Alan. Alan, yes, Alan. We Got 177, We've got the blue-yellow Kona, the Kona Noona mountain bike. 30 pounds off. Fourty pounds off. This forty two is twelve to Six, 48, 15, 65, 16, 65. Smith,
0: 65. But they just reached the uh, bicycle section, uh, but you're heading out.
3: Yeah, well, the first bike I, I thought I might bid on went for about 40 quid, and I've seen other people looking at the other ones I might bid on, and I don't really want to spend that much money, so if they're going for 40 quid, I'd rather try some friends that might have some sitting around in the garage kind of thing rather than spend 40 quid
0: so your overall impression of the police bicycle auction
3: Uh, i don't know really how to describe it's it's they don't really make it easy it's hard to look at the bikes i mean i would sort of be buying quite blind because i can't even test it to see if the gears work and then so if you're spending 40 quid on a bike you're not even sure if the gears work you don't have to spend work and money on it i'm not convinced
0: And so what's your strategy going to be to get that bicycle to replace the two you've had stolen?
3: Well, I've had a few friends that say they've got some kicking around in garages, so I think I might chase them up and see if they're willing to either give them or give them for something like a bit minimal, like 20 quid or something. Uh, So, yeah, try that. Maybe this is every second week, so I might come back and try again because you can see the um, catalogue from the Friday before, so it might be worth having another go.
0: So if you're giving advice to anyone else who's coming down as a first-timer, what would the advice be?
3: I don't know. Have a realistic idea of what kind, the state the bikes are going to be in. Um, it might be easier if you know, I have very basic bike from it, like knowledge, so uh, if you knew what a good bit was and you could maybe buy a bike for the bit as opposed to the bike, that might be useful, but it's quite difficult as a first-time buyer who doesn't know much about bikes.
0: So there we have it, police auctions, not somewhere I'd particularly recommend to go and buy a bicycle. Looking at all those bicycles racked up, it was sad in a sense. Everyone, I guess, has a sad story associated with it. Either it was a bike that was stolen or it was a bike that had been involved in some kind of crime. I suppose, you know, recycling, we should be uh, taking these bicycles and make, putting them to good use. But um, I don't know, there's something slightly nasty about about it all. Um, I don't know, maybe it's just me. There also seemed to be this perception among quite a few of the um, people who were buying there, uh, not just Alice, who I spoke to uh, during that piece, but quite a few of the others who I spoke to were basically saying, yeah, I'm always getting my bike nicked, and I just want to come in here and get one that's like doesn't matter if it gets nicked, it's cheap, it's disposable. Well, you know what? I've never had a bike stolen in London, and I've lived here since 1980. I've never had a bicycle stolen, and and that's because I get a good lock. So, you know, if you're going to spend 20, 25, 30 quid on a bicycle, and, and you're probably not the sort of person who's going to spend... Sixty, seventy, eighty quid on lock, which is really what you need to spend. And if you get a lock that costs eighty quid, sixty quid, you know, one of the ones that's gold uh, certified, the big um, Abus ones or the big Kryptonite ones, you know, you're not going to get your bike stolen as long as you lock it up properly. It's, it's they're going to steal someone else's bike instead of yours. I know that's a sad thing for someone else, but you know, you can take care of yourself by getting a good lock. So there's no point in buying a crappy bike. Why not get a good lock? So, yeah, police auctions, you're not going to see me down there all that often. Well, we are drawing to the close of this week's episode of The Bike Show, and it also means the end of this season of The Bike Show. Um, We'll be back again uh, in the summertime, probably May time, something like that. Um, Not quite sure, but I'll be sure to keep you posted. And there may be, in the intervening period, the occasional podcast-only show, Um, that will be available to podcast listeners it's easy to get the podcast just go to itunes you'll find the bike show in the itunes music store um, and the podcast section or you can just go to the website uh, www.thebikeshow.net and you'll find uh, links and instructions um, explaining uh, what to do and of course there's also the full audio archive of past bike shows going back to 2004 Uh, many of which are still uh, worth a listen, I would say. And that is also available on the website. But if you uh, fancy some bicycle radio and you've had enough of the bike show or you've listened to all of the previous bike shows or you're just bored of my voice, then I would definitely send you the direction of Bike Love. And this is a radio show that is broadcast in Sydney, Australia by Joe Upton, and Jo is a very special person to me because uh, she's the only person I know who actually witnessed um, when I met Eddie Merckx a few years ago um, over at the uh, cycle show in East London. And uh, she took a picture and um, she vouches for the fact that um, I did, in fact, shake the hand and interview Eddie Merckx, the greatest cyclist of all time. But that aside, um, Jo is fantastic and her show is great, too, and it's available um, to people living in Sydney on the radio but also to people anywhere else on an internet connection via the podcast and I spoke to Jo, she was over in London for a a short visit last week and I spoke to her and asked her why she was doing a radio show about cycling in Sydney.
4: Unlike London, Sydney does not have very many cyclists and so all the little bicycle things that happen and there's a very loyal and dedicated uh, team of cyclists and anything that happens within the city is uh, something that we like to showcase on Bike Love so celebrate anything that's that's part of bicycle culture and give a bit of love back to the world of cycling.
0: So it's a bit like the bike show it's Broadcast on FM on a community FM station mm-hmm. and also on a podcast, right?
4: That's right, exactly. So it's on um, 2SER, so you can find that on www.2ser.com. Um, and you can also download the podcast, which I must get better at updating those, but absolutely, you can have a listen and check it out. Yeah, it's broadcast twice a week, Monday and a Wednesday.
0: And what have been some of the most interesting features that you've done in the last uh, few months?
4: Well, coming up, very exciting, we've got the Penny Farthing Championship. So um, there's a national event held in a small village in Evandale, which is in Tasmania every year. And that's been growing <laughs> in popularity. So um, that's a really nice event. And of course, you get all sorts of eccentrics and um, and some hipsters, actually, who really like the original fixed-wheel bicycle Um, we also do a few little bicycle tours here and there around um, Sydney and um, we keep up with some of the messenger events of late
0: and if you were to describe your perfect bicycling day if I was to come and visit you in Sydney and say Joe, take me on the best (laughs) that Sydney's got to offer by bicycle what would that day be like
4: well I guess unlike London I would take you out of the city and I'll take you on the train down to Waterfall station and from there we would zip down the hill of the Royal National Park so you'd be surrounded by gum trees either side and the road kind of slaloms all the way down um, to to the bottom where there's a bit of a stream and then you you slowly ascend up out of this beautiful kind of natural forest um, out onto a, a cliff edge. And from, da- from there, you can see all the way down to Wollongong. There's plenty of uh, beaches you could swim at and leave your bicycle and uh, some cold beers in the, in the pub.
0: And if you were to describe the typical mm-hmm. Sydney cyclist, is there such a thing?
4: The typical Sydney cyclist, well, I think, unfortunately, it would be somebody in Lycra. So we're we're trying to normalise cycling in Sydney, but still, there's a lot of Lycra. And and cycling in Sydney is now the new golf, so there's a lot of money spent on bicycles made out of unobtainium or whatever, and uh, a lot of Lycra worn, and of course, um, a bicycle helmet, because unlike here, the bicycle helmet is a legal requirement, which... um, (laughs) <laughs> makes for interesting um, cycling.
0: Yeah, how do you handle that?
4: <laughs> well, your hairstyles go out of the window. Um, I mean, you just you just stick it on and, and hope for the best. I mean, the idea is really to try and find a helmet with as many holes as you can possibly get to get the wind going through because, you know, the humidity is 80, 90% sometimes. So you want to remain cool on the head when you're dealing with the streets of Sydney.
0: And I've heard there's a little bit of a... Uh, competition between melbourne and sydney and i've heard also that melbourne thinks it's the bee's knees when it comes to cycling in Mm. australia what does sydney have that melbourne doesn't
4: the weather (laughs) it's beautiful it's beautiful about 360 days of the year so you know there's no excuse in sydney you get a tan any day when you're riding your bike and melbourne's yeah they (laughs) they get lost in the rain or not, actually, as the case may be. They've got a terrible drought. But it's famous for having four seasons in one day. So, so yeah, typically, yeah, we got the weather on them.
0: Well, that was Joe Upton, presenter of Bike Love. And uh, that's it for this season of The Bike Show. Thank you very much for listening. Coming up next is One Life Left on a Monday night. Coming up next, if you're listening to The Repeat on Saturday, is The Truth About Markets. Enjoy the spring the beautiful springtime cycling. We've waited a long and cold and wet, well, not so wet in London, but a long and cold winter to get um, a bit of sunshine. I'm going to be heading out on the bike. I am itching to get out on the bike because of uh, the the privations of no bike week. So uh, see me around, say hello, and until next time, once the summer is properly underway when we'll return to the airwaves, ride safely and chapeau.
1: M'appartient Tu m'as promis Que je ne dois plus un jour souffrir pour toi C'est fini C'est fini C'est fini C'est fini Sans y croire Puisqu'aujourd'hui tu es à mes côtés C'est fini C'est fini C'est fini